I'm going to invite you to turn in your Bibles with me this morning to the book of Proverbs. And what I'd like to do this morning is, is walk through some of these passages in Proverbs and see what they have to teach us about honoring our mothers. Uh, I've noticed that sometimes on Mother's Day, and I've done this too, that uh, Mother's Day becomes a sermon to mothers of maybe Proverbs 31 or, um, you know, the, this is how you be a godly woman. Uh, and I, I think those are all great. And I think those are important messages. Uh, but today I'm going to preach to the rest of us because the rest of us have a responsibility to honor our mothers. And Proverbs has a lot to say about how we do that in our lives in the fear of the Lord. One thing I want to say at the beginning of the message, and this doesn't come directly from Proverbs. This is kind of more of a a larger biblical theological point that I would like to make. But the very idea of motherhood is under assault in our culture today. And the irony of it is, is that the greatest attack on motherhood is coming from women. It's coming from radical feminism. The main goal of radical feminism is to, in order to achieve what they believe to be full equality, is in order to achieve that full equality, women have to be as physically equal as men which means that for women to have full equality in the workforce or in climbing their career ladder or whatever it is, they have to be not tied down to their bodies. And in order to not be tied down to their bodies, then they need to have the option of abortion on demand. That's That's the mindset of radical feminism. And in so doing, has made motherhood into a second-rate calling. But I want you to know from scriptures that motherhood is the highest calling that a woman can have. The very first woman in the Bible, Adam gave her the name Eve after the Lord formed her out of his rib and gave her to him as a lifelong companion. Adam gave her the name Eve. Why? Because she would become what? The mother of all the living. Motherhood is a high and noble calling. Galatians 4.4, Paul says that Jesus Christ in the plan of God, when the fullness of time had come, that God sent forth his son to be born of a woman, to be born under the law. In Genesis 3.15, after Adam and Eve had sinned, God came to them and made a promise that he was going to send a rescuer. And how was he going to bring that rescuer into the world? Through the seed of the woman, he said. Genesis 3.15, the seed of the woman, he will ultimately crush the head of this deceiving serpent. Motherhood is a high and noble calling. And so I would just encourage our ladies, young women, older women alike, don't let the world define for you what is the noblest calling for you to fulfill. Let the scriptures define that for you. 
Let God define that for you. And now I, I realize that not every woman is called to motherhood. Not every woman has the, the opportunity for motherhood. God has called some to singleness. God has not allowed physically every woman to be able to conceive children to have them. I realize that. But on the whole, God has called women to be mothers and to bless our world through that high calling. And so don't let the world downgrade that because it is a gift of God. It is a gift of God not only to you, it is a gift of God to us, to the world. And it is a high and noble calling. And the wisdom of Proverbs fits right in with seeing it as that, as a high and a noble calling. Because it calls all of us to honor our mothers. And so I want to walk through some of these passages of Scripture with you. And first of all, we have the foundation for honoring our mothers in the Ten Commandments itself, don't we? In Exodus chapter 20, in the Fifth Commandment, God said, Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that your Lord your God is giving you. So God saw honoring our parents, honoring our mothers, he saw it as so important that he put it in the very heart of the commands of how to worship God and how to live in love with our neighbor. In the very heart of that, he put, honor your father and your mother. You can't worship God rightly without honoring your mother or your father. You can't love your neighbor responsibly without honoring your father and your mother. It is right in the heart of God's law. Paul reminds us in Ephesians 6 that it is an abiding commandment, not just for the old covenant, but for the new covenant as well. When he quotes it in Ephesians 6 and he says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. And that promise is so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. So it is close to the heart of God. And the first point that I would like to make this morning from the book of Proverbs is we need to value our mother's instruction. We need to value our mother's instruction, which means we need to listen, right? If you're going to value, if you're going to honor your mother's instruction, then we need to listen to our mothers. Listen to what Proverbs 1 verse 8 says. Proverbs 1.8 says, Listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. Proverbs 6.20, My son, keep your father's command, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. So, important in listening to our mothers and honoring our mothers is listening to their instruction. Listening to the counsel that they give us. How many times in your life have you recognized either at the moment or perhaps after some time of struggle and trial and tribulation, have you come to the realization that mom was right? All of us, that's happened many times in our lives, right? Either we recognize it at the moment, you know what, she's right, I need to do that. Or maybe we don't listen at the moment, but later on, after some trials and tribulations and some hardships, because we didn't listen, we come back around to the idea, mom was right after all, wasn't she? The wisdom of God puts high value on the instruction, on the counsel 
that our mothers give us, and they instruct us to listen to that instruction. The very last chapter of Proverbs, Proverbs 31, the whole chapter is an instruction of a mother to a son. Proverbs 31, verse 1 says, These are the sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance that his mother taught him. Listen, my son, listen, son of my womb, listen, my son, the answer to my prayers. And then the rest of the chapter goes on to explain biblical wisdom. The whole chapter is a chapter of a mother's teaching to her son. You know, I saw an article just last night. And this article said that mothers are crucial for the development of teenagers. Both teenage daughters and teenage sons. And especially this article was talking about teenage sons, that teenage sons, 8 out of 10, are more likely to go to their mother for counsel or for spiritual instruction than their father. Why that is, I'm not sure, but there's a bond there, and teens have a tendency to go to their mothers and to go to, inst- to find for them instruction and counsel. That is a high and noble calling. Listen to your mother. Oftentimes, there is great godly wisdom there. Gain wisdom from your mother. Proverbs 1, verses 7 through 9 says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Many people regard that as like the heart or the thesis statement for the whole book of Proverbs. Proverbs 1 verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And you know what the very next verse says? Listen to your father and your mother. So the fear of the Lord... That's where knowledge and that's where wisdom begins. And then a very close second to that is the teaching and the wisdom that your parents pass on to you. The Ten Commandments, the Fifth Commandment, honor your father and your mother. The way that the law reads in the Old Testament is basically that honoring our father and mother is an extension of our honoring of God. And that our parents are God's divinely appointed authorities in our life to help convey to us wisdom. And I would say this, that apart from the scriptures themselves, apart from the written word of God itself, which is perfect wisdom, right? Perfect wisdom, perfect knowledge, perfect truth. These are the words of God. Probably second only to the word of God itself God has chosen to use fathers and mothers to impart biblical and godly wisdom to us. So the next best thing that you can do, aside from reading and meditating and following scripture itself, is to listen to your father and your mother and gain wisdom from them. It is God's means, God's method. And so value your mother's instruction. And secondly, in Proverbs teaches us that there's great benefit in that. There is benefit that flows to us from listening to our mother's instruction. One is it will help us to know God better. Following our mother's instruction will benefit us by helping us to know God better. Proverbs 2 verse 1 says this. 
my son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, and then verse five says, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. In other words, following a parent's instruction is a means of gaining godly wisdom and drawing closer to God. So following our mother's instruction will help us to know our God better. In Proverbs, it has the practical benefit of guiding us and protecting us. Guiding us and protecting us. Proverbs 6 verse 20 says this, My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them always on your heart. Fasten them around your neck. And then here's the conclusion in verse 22. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will speak to you. In other words, keep close the instruction of your father and your mother because it will be a source of guidance in your life and a source of watching over you, of protecting you in your life. will guide and protect you. Proverbs also teaches that following the instruction of our mothers will enhance the duration and the quality of our lives. Following our mother's instruction, our parents' instruction, will enhance the duration and the quality of our lives. And that's right there in the very first commandment that God gave about honoring our father and mother. He said in Exodus 20, verse 12, Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that your God is giving you. Proverbs picks up on that and in several different places expresses the idea that when we listen to our mother's instruction, it will prolong our lives. Proverbs 4, verse 20. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Proverbs 3, 1 and 2. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Now, this is proverbial wisdom. And proverbial wisdom means that it doesn't take into account every single situation or scenario or qualification. Proverbial wisdom is general wisdom. It's general truth, general observations about life. In other words, there are some exceptions, right? There are some very God-fearing, very father and mother honoring people who don't have a long life. And the most preeminent example that I can give you from Scripture is the Lord Jesus himself. The Lord Jesus, could you find any other more honorable son than the Lord Jesus? And yet his life lasted 33 years, right? Because he endured the persecution and the mockery and the betrayal of people. So there are exceptions. The prophets of God were called and some of them lost their lives early because of persecution. So it doesn't account for every scenario. But this is general proverbial wisdom that when we listen to the instruction of our fathers and our mothers, that 
it will go better for us. It will go better for us, and very often our lives will be extended and prolonged because we listen to their wisdom and their instruction. Probably every single person in this room knows of someone whose life maybe was cut a little short because they lived their life in rebellion to their parents, to the authorities. Generally speaking, a life of rebellion is not a long and prosperous life. And so listening to our mother's instruction enhances the duration, also the quality of our lives. Lastly, Proverbs teaches us to respect and to honor our mothers. Respect and honor our mothers. First of all, foolishness, our foolishness brings disrespect, dishonor to our mothers. On Mother's Day, we want to honor our mothers. And one of the ways that we can do that is by living in an obedient, godly lifestyle. When we don't, we dishonor our mothers. Proverbs 10 verse 1 says, A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. Proverbs 15 verse 20, A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Proverbs 17 verse 25, A foolish son brings grief to his father, and bitterness to the mother who bore him. So one sure, quick way to dishonor, to disgrace your mother is to live a life of foolishness. To live a life of rebellion, pursuing our own path, ignoring their wisdom, ignoring authorities, it is disrespect and dishonor to our mothers. And it brings grief to their hearts. Disrespect is shameful. It is shameful to us. Not only does it dishonor our mothers, but when we disrespect our mothers, it also brings shame and disrespect to us. Proverbs 19, verse 26. Whoever robs their father and drives out their mother is a child who brings shame and disgrace. Proverbs 28, verse 24. Whoever robs their father or mother and says it's not wrong is partner to one who destroys. The greatest disrespect and shame that we can bring on ourselves is to dishonor the authorities that God has placed in our lives. Proverbs also shows us that there is a tight correlation between disrespect to our mothers and leading then a life of arrogance and rebellion that leads to all sorts of other troubles. Proverbs 30 verse 11 says, There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. Those who are pure in their own eyes and yet are not cleansed of their filth. Those whose eyes are ever so haughty, whose glances are so disdainful, those whose teeth are swords and whose jaws are set with knives to devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among mankind. In other words, disrespect of our parents, disrespect of our mothers is a path that leads to all sorts of other pride 
and arrogance and rebellion and violence. And ultimately, Proverbs teaches us that disrespect of our mothers brings the judgment of God on our lives. Disrespect of mothers brings the judgment of God on our lives. Proverbs 20 verse 20 says, If someone curses their father or mother, their lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. God's hand, his chastening hand will be on those who are disrespectful of their mothers. Proverbs 30, verse 17, The eye that mocks a father, that scorns an aged mother, will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley, will be eaten by the vultures. In other words, a death of shame and disgrace, of punishment under the hand of God by those who do not honor their father and their mother. What's, what's the application of this for us? Well, there are many applications, right? I mean, the application of honor your father and mother, there are many applications, and it takes many different forms in our lives. If you are a young person and you're still living at home, the application is clear. The most important way that you can honor your mother is to obey. Just obey. And to do it right now, right? And to do it with a good attitude. That's a tough thing to do, isn't it? It's a tough thing for any child to do. That is, as a young person, as a child, that is the number one way that you can show your fear of God. That is the number one way that you can show that you love God is by loving your father and your mother and by obeying their words and obeying them with a good attitude. It's a hard thing to do, but it's a very simple concept. Just obey. And amazingly enough, if you can have that heart that has been changed by the grace of God, that expresses that obedience and that honor when you're young, that will lead to a life of honor and of wisdom when you're older. Start right now by honoring, by obeying with a good attitude, your parents. But what about if you're an adult? How do you honor your father or your mother as an adult? There are many ways. One is to listen to them. Just because we're an adult, maybe we're out on our own, doesn't mean that we should disregard our mother's counsel. Our mothers have many, many more years of experience and oftentimes wisdom than we do. And they can tell us, you head down that road and you're going to make a mistake. And you're going to regret it. And there may be times when we say, oh, I'm going to do, go do my own thing anyway. When down the road, we'll figure out we probably should have listened. Now, does that mean that a mom is always right? Not necessarily. And every mother in here would acknowledge that we're not always right. But there's still great honor in listening to their counsel and their instruction, even when you're an adult. One of the most important ways for us as adults to honor our mothers 
is to make sure that she is loved and that she is taken care of all the way throughout her life. One of the, one of the easiest examples of dishonor to spot is when someone has no regard for their aging mother and does not care for them, does not love them, does not visit them, does not provide for their care when they're old. The Bible puts great value on families honoring and providing for and taking care of their aged parents. That is one of the most clear applications and examples of how to apply this command to an adult child to make sure that your parent is taken care of and honored in that way. There are many applications, but the truths, the principles are very straightforward and clear. And so today I just want us to think about this. One of the clearest indications from Proverbs, this is biblical wisdom, one of the clearest indications that someone is living in the fear of the Lord and seeking the wisdom of the Lord is that they honor their mother. One of the clearest indications that someone is living in the fear of the Lord and seeking the wisdom of the Lord is that they honor their mother. And so may we think about ways that we can honor our mothers today. And not just by sending a card, but by honoring them, not only with our words, but with our lives by being someone who is living out wisdom because that brings them honor and joy instead of grief and shame. And so may we be honorable sons and daughters and may we live out this command. Now we're not going to be perfect, right? We're not going to be perfect in it. And that's why God has given us the grace of Christ And that through Christ, our sins are forgiven and we are justified by the work of the Lord Jesus Christ on our behalf. And we can have the the perfect obedience, the perfect righteousness of Christ, the perfect honoring of a mother that ever existed in the Lord Jesus. We can have that righteousness applied to our account by faith. But when the Lord saves us, he also gives us the indwelling Holy Spirit who gives us grace and gives us a love for one another, a love for our parents. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is love and kindness. And so may we live that out in the way that we honor our mothers. Let's bow in prayer together. Our Father, we thank you for the gift of our mothers in our lives. And we recognize, Father, that they are not perfect as we are not perfect. But Father, this is the means that you have chosen to bring life into the world, to sustain life, to nurture life, to give us wisdom and knowledge, to guide us in the way that we should walk. And we thank you for that gift of motherhood. We ask, Father, that today you would help us to honor you and to fear you by the way that we honor our mothers today and every day. God, forgive us where we fail and give us grace and help to live out the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. We pray this in the name of Christ. Amen.